Welcome to the Pursuit of Peace podcast. My name is Parul and I am obsessed with everything holistic health and spirituality. I am determined to uplevel my mind, body and spirit to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. I truly believe that we're all looking to create a sense of lasting inner peace through all our pursuits in life. Health, wealth, relationships, spirituality, business, jobs or a college degree. Whatever that might look like for you at the moment, the goal is same. To find that blissful state, that lasting joy and inner peace. And the intention behind this podcast is to share my quest for inner peace so that might kickstart your journey to discover the source of that true lasting joy and bliss that I feel can only be created from the inside out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Peace podcast. I know I've been missing for quite a bit, but that's because uh, there was a lot going on in my life and I was busy living all the crazy times. So this episode is all about my crazy manifestations at a time when I was not even aware of what conscious creation means, but I was creating my life by design without knowing it. I was making those quantum leaps at a time when I did not even know what this phrase really meant. And here I am to talk all about it, go deeper in the last um, about 10 to 12 years of my life and sort of go through my journey from the point of view of conscious creation. So why I decided to do an episode on this was because yesterday I was at the gym sharing a small snippet of my life's journey with a new friend when she stopped me midway and said, you're brave. It made me take a moment, smile and acknowledge, yes, I am. And I moved on with the conversation. It wasn't until I was in a walk this morning that it finally registered. I was taking in some feedback from my mentor and as I read the line, I am amazed at how deep you've gone with yourself that it made me break down like a child and sob for a good five minutes. Being the emotionally astute person that I am now, I let myself cry. And in that moment, my friend's words came back to me. You're so brave. Yes, I am effing brave to have the willingness to go so deep within myself, to strip everything that gave me safety and certainty in life over and over again so that I could be true to myself. Yes, I have the courage to do what most people want because I desire a life that most people wouldn't dare to dream of. Not to make them wrong. I was there too at one point. I didn't feel like it was possible for me and there was every reason in the book. I need the money. I need stability. I don't come from a family where we can take so many risks, etc, etc. But then I went ahead and did the crazy, scary, big things because the voices in my heart were stronger than all the background noise that society and my fears had created. I cried out loud today because I had been so unkind to the little girl within me who had big dreams. I had so generously used the words foolish, stupid, idiot, unworthy, not good enough on her. I wouldn't dare to talk to anyone like that let alone a kid. Yet, I did all of that for years with myself. It didn't feel brave when I decided within the first two months of joining my first job that it wasn't for me. 
I had a senior level title right away, the best package in campus placements and a cushy job. And I couldn't care less about it. It made my soul cringe, not make my heart leap with joy at the thought of waking up to this work every day. Although it took me two years to quit this job, that's when I packed my bags and moved to a completely new city. And that felt foolish too. Why? Because I hadn't even gained admission to the program that I deeply desired in the master's degree that I'd enrolled in. I'd gained a good spot in the flagship program, in the very prestigious college I decided to join, and I couldn't care less. It was the weirdest thing to a lot of people who couldn't imagine getting selected from the program, let alone leaving it. It felt utterly foolish to sit outside the director's office for weeks, every evening in the hope to meet him. It was days later that he called me in and said, I see you sitting outside every day. What is it, child? Two minutes after narrating my story, almost rushing through it and panting, he stopped me, made a call and said, it's done. I looked at him. What's done? You seem to be clearly very determined, my child. Who am I to stop you? That's what the director said. I wasn't fully convinced. Shocked, to say the least. That's all it took? But in retrospect, that's not all it took. It took blind faith for me to quit a job in city where I was settled and move to another one with not a lot of savings. It took numerous letters to the office, countless hours standing at the desk of the admin officer in charge of admissions, many nights of tears and conversations with friends where I was scared of what I was doing with my life. But most of all, it took unwavering faith in what I desired and refusing to settle down for anything less. It could have gone really wrong. If that's what you're thinking, you could be right. But that's not what I thought for a minute when I made that decision. Little did I know at the time that it will all make sense when I dive deeper into the world of conscious creation through manifestation. Coming back to my story. I was waitlisted in the program of my choice and somehow the list cleared just in time as this decision was made by the director. I and the universe had co-created this together. This was not fluke, chance or luck. I knew it. I knew it deeply within me. That said, I always call myself lucky because I want my subconscious to be fully in sync to know that the kind of things that happens with nobody is what happens with me. And the secret was that as I was wrapping up work to move cities, I'd always tell everyone around me that I'd gained admission in the program of my choice. The intention behind it was not to lie, but to get myself to believe that I will make it happen no matter what. And that's exactly what happened. I believe foolish and brave go hand in hand. I didn't feel brave when I decided to not sit for placements for that very program, which was anyway much ahead of its time and job opportunities were much fewer. I started questioning at the time if I was trying to adhere to society's normal or what I really wanted. What did I even want? A job that could pay my bills? Not saying that that's not important. But is that all I wanted in my life? 
And that's when the most difficult part of my journey started. All my fears, the egoic voices of what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you throwing everything away? Were at their loudest. On one hand, I felt like a failure to have wasted my parents' hard-earned money on higher education. And on the other hand, I couldn't seem to quite fit into the world that was shown to me as the be-all and end-all. Torn between the head and the heart, along with a very low self-esteem, for a year I hit a very low point when it came to my mental health. For a person with an insane amount of energy, I had trouble getting up from the bed in the morning or falling asleep at night. In fact, I took to running as a sport so that I could get rid of the thoughts in my head. Why couldn't I be happy with what I had? Because I did have a lot. The option to get a regular job and a consistent income. But the state of mind I was in and the energetic embodiment of it, none of the opportunities seemed to be working. This is the time around which I started writing about street art at first and then about travel, something which was never on the cards. I wasn't interested in travel at all. How it started was I wanted to desperately be happy and not in my mind. So I'd accompany my friends on their work trips or some for leisure. The second travel opportunity inspired me to write a travel article on an online publishing platform. And it got a whopping 7, I think 1.7 million views at the time. A few months later, I interviewed for that same company and started to work with them. Totally illogical and seemingly foolish. A month of working with them and two things happened. I realized I can't write if I'm not the one traveling or having the experiences And I got a job offer from my dream organization in the field which I studied during my master's. So, of course, I did the foolish thing. I'd quit the job that I had and I joined the new one. To my surprise, as I approached the co-founder of the online travel publishing company that I was working with at the time for probably three weeks, I heard the same line again. If you've made up your mind, who am I to stop you? I was so stunned in the moment because I had manufactured a million strategies in my mind of how I will counter any objections that he'll have for wanting to quit the organizations in just about three weeks. And yet it came down to this simple truth. If I had made up my mind, how can anybody stop me? At the time, flow was a concept still unknown to me, although I was a living testament to it. The identity that I'd taken on was that of a person who needed structure and control, something that I'm only shedding now. This was a part of my conditioned identity. I was living the duality. The energy of flow was getting me to unknown yet magical places. And here I was, holding on with dear life to me wanting to always be in control, not understanding fully how all the magic was unfolding from the uncertain, the field of infinite possibility, the higher intelligence much beyond the understanding of our human minds. But coming back to my stories, so as I joined my dream organization, that's when I started traveling like nobody's business. Wasn't I supposed to be doing that with the online travel publishing company? In retrospect, I can confidently say that magic happens beyond the realm of logical and practical. 
It was in this job that I met one of my closest friends now who was interning at the company. A few months later, when I visited France, I was more welcomed in the country than most locals would. My travel experiences have been amazing because of the connections I created. Less than 10% of the times have I stayed anywhere other than my friends' houses. Of course, not taking into account my work travels from within India to Africa, so many other places. For a girl who never dreamt of traveling the world to a girl who knows it in her heart that she is meant to travel the world no matter what, it was a quantum leap. How else do you call in things that were not even in her conscious awareness? What was it, if not brave for a girl who wasn't allowed to walk down a street for 500 meters unaccompanied? Hell yes, it was brave. So brave. Not just to navigate my way on my own, as I got lost in three countries in less than 12 hours in my first international travel, actually the second one but also navigating life as I moved from one thing to another as I realized it was no longer aligned with where I was or who I had become. To give it my 200% of the time and then bidding it goodbye. Choosing to stay true to myself instead. It takes a hell lot of courage to be true to yourself in the face of judgment from those around us, which is only a reflection of the judgment we carry within ourselves for our choices. Or in my case, not being able to trust myself fully. Something that I realize comes from my childhood after doing deep, deep, deep inner work. To see others living the societal normal and not knowing who to be when you can't quite fit into that mold. There were no typical milestones that I've checked and yet if I were to die tomorrow, I know I'd be happier than most. Anyway. So here, after the job and crazy travel stories, I decided to quit that very job for an opportunity, for a short-term opportunity in my dream country in the world, because it had me excited beyond measure. Once again, I heard the familiar statement, this time from my boss, who when I told that this is what I wanted to do, he said, of course, if that's what you want, who am I to stop you? The synchronicity hits me only now as I sit to record this podcast episode. The exact same answer that the universe gave me at different points in my life, through different people or channels. If this is what you desire, it's yours to have. Of course, my inner compass, my intuition had never led me wrong. The fun part is, I did not need to take any second opinions or permission from anyone. That short-term opportunity gave me one of the best memories of my life and friends in over 33 countries. Oh, and 33 is my angel number for love. Not a coincidence. Synchronicity. Speaking of which, there is so much love brewing in my life. That's a topic for another day. So I'm not going to get into it right now. So as I made my way back from that epic opportunity where there was an abundance of money, nature, community, travel, food, kindness, experiences, you name it. I decided, what if life gets to be better than this? Because why not? And right then I realized I'd be homeless for a week right before getting back to my home country, which is India. So I took up the offer of one of my millionaire friends and was a guest in his amazing duplay apartment. This is where I met his girlfriend who turned out to be a life coach. 
Around the same time, my journey into self-discovery and development had started. I realized what if I could create a life around something that I loved. And during my sessions with this amazing friend of mine, I discovered that what if I could turn my passion for fitness into a full-time profession. And I had no idea how to start it, let alone the idea of starting anything. I didn't feel that I deserve to have, have that kind of life. But then I had my guardian angel who was like, who are you to not have that? And as I returned to India, I reached out to the only celebrity fitness coach I looked up to. And I flew down, I remember, to meet her and refused to struggle in my journey to make it or make a head start and came back to my home, hometown. And then I got a call three weeks later saying that she needed assistance with her new studio that she was opening in an upscale part of town and she needed me to be there. I said, okay, well, that sounds good. And the added bonus was that she was so happy to have me stay in her house. Those were again some of the most magical days of my life as I woke up and felt like I was going to the beach. In fact, I remember telling her that and she was so amused. But yeah, being surrounded by celebrities, going on a run with some of the biggest celebrities in my country and really wanting to pinch myself because was this the life I'd created for myself? But I suppose I was stretching myself far too much out of my comfort zone and this is when my fear is starting hitting me. I was like, oh, but how am I going to make money? What do I need a stable job to make this happen? How is this going to be supported in the long run? And that's where I self-sabotage. But now, again, looking back, I feel all of this was meant to take me to a different path. So what I did at the time was that I quit this beautiful opportunity and I took the logical route and went back to my old job. And that was the most miserable time ever for me because that, that chapter of my life was over, but I was forcing for it to be there because I was too scared to step into the unknown. And I had a health crisis. I had a really terrible stay in a city that I really disliked. I was no longer interested in that work. And not only was it a disservice to me, but also to the organization, to my ex-boss who deserved all of me in my good and excited mode, exactly how it was when I had initially joined the place. But that made me quit. And in the meantime, I had still manifested a fully funded opportunity, a fellowship to get certified as a nutrition coach. But what I didn't realize at the time was that I was operating out of fear. I wanted to get rid of this life, not enter into a life where I wanted to do my own thing and teach, you know, like be a health coach, coach people to live their best lives. And about anything, about any action that we take in life, it's not about what we're doing. It's about the energy from which we're coming. And at a time when I was in the energy of lack and not wanting to be doing what I wanted to be doing. To create something amazing was not really the best time. 
But I also believe the thing about timings is that it's never a perfect time to create what we desire. So I just went with the flow. But then there came a time when I quit my job and I was steeped even more into lack. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, now I don't have a salary coming in. Now I have to make it happen. And I did have some amazing client results in health coaching, some amazing brand collaborations. But for the most part, I was really, really scared. I did not know what I was doing. I did not have anybody guiding me on my path. And so there came a point where I was like, I cannot keep doing this. I know I'm giving results to my clients. I know things are going well. And this was the point where I could have scaled. But my heart and soul was totally shutting off. And this is when I went against all advice. And I discovered the world of conscious creation. I discovered the world of emotional intelligence about inner child healing. And that was, again, a different layer of depth that I stepped into and the most uncomfortable phase of my life. I had never faced my fears in such a big way, both in my personal life and in my professional life. It was really stepping into muck. And this is why I'm here today. This is why I can't give up because I have really found my why and my why is my life's journey, my life's purpose, which had changed so many times in the past. There was a time when I was a communications expert. There was a time when I was in the development sector and I loved it. And as I wanted more meaning, as I moved towards a different phase of my life, my purpose changed. But also what changed was who I was. And today I move closer and closer to this person I was meant to be, to the person I was born as. Very, I wouldn't say completely free of fears, but fearless is not a word that I like because I don't think we're completely fearless in life. But moving towards a life where the fears don't have such a huge grip on me. And now looking back, if at the time when I was working with the celebrity fitness coach, if I would have just continued, that could have been a good path, but I wouldn't have had the opportunity to face my fears at such a deeper level. So even when I thought life was not going on in my favor, it was such a beautiful opportunity for me to heal through my triggers. It's just that we don't want to walk that path. And I feel that was the most courageous part of my life when I felt completely alone I felt so broken and so shattered in the last few years that everything that I I thought was supposed to make me happy in life made me really, really unhappy. The job I had, the degrees I had, the people I had around me could not get me to that place of happiness, which I really had to dig deep to find within me. And not to say that I don't want community, I don't want money, I don't want a thriving business, But if the foundation had been shaky, it was already falling apart. And my resolve to be true to myself is something that has gotten to to me to a place where I can infuse only the best kind of energy into my work and I feel so, so ready. I feel like I've only just started. And yes, I can look at a lot of other people and I have done that in the past where I'm like, Oh, but this one did it this way and they were successful at such a young age. Can I do it? 
the fears and the doubts and the comparison and the jealousy will always be there. But so will be the opportunity to turn it around on its head and be like, this is who I choose to be right now. I'm going to have unwavering faith in myself and the grit to make it through the ups and downs. And thankfully, learning about emotional intelligence, deepening my relationship with money, something that I'm obsessed with and something that's that I'm going to talk a lot more about in the next episode is what is getting me to move mountains. And just like all the times when I just knew what I had to do and I went for it, not asking for anybody's opinion, this is what I'm bringing into my life. When it comes to money, when it comes to teaching women how to empower themselves with money, how to change their relationships with money, how to do away with all the shame that we are supposed to carry as women, This is what lights up my soul. My story, you know, my work is an extension of who I am. And that is what is making me, making it easy for me because no longer am I running away from a job, from a city, from a person to be able to find myself. I'm running towards everything that is truly, truly in sync with what I want to do, what lights up my heart. And a good testimony to this is that right now I don't have any reference. I don't have any paper that I'm looking at. I don't have any notes. I'm just speaking out of my heart, something that I so wanted to do. When I started this podcast, the first episode I recorded and re-recorded it three to four times. And now I don't need to look at anything because this is a lived experience. It is my mission in life to empower women, to create wealth, to become wealthy from the inside, from within and heal their relationships with money, with power, with with their partners probably in the future to build a healthy relationship with themselves first. And with that, I feel complete and I feel I would love to invite you to my world if you want to join me in my private Facebook community. Send me an email on pursuit of peace with parol at gmail.com or connect with me on instagram at pursuit of peace underscore parol and i'll give you the link to the private facebook community where i have women who wanted who desire to change their lives and if you would like to work with me send me a dm either on instagram or send me an email on my email address and we can get on a free clarity call and See if you're the right fit. And I'll teach you all the tips and tricks about manifestation that you can start applying to your life to begin changing things if you're really committed to create the life of your dreams because because I can't promise it'll be easy. In fact, it might not be easy. It will not be easy. But it will bring in so much ease in your life just as it has for me. And that's all from me for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if this made a difference in your life, if it if it sparked something within you, I would love for you to share it with your community, your people, maybe a woman who really needs this at this time. I would love for you to share it with them.